Shut up, this clever talk about Millicent just because the police haven't picked you up lately doesn't, as you very well know, mean that you've not been up to some nastiness. There was a bit of a nastiness last night, yes? Some very extreme nastiness, yes? Welcome, welcome to the Growing Up, Not Growing Old podcast. We might never change the world, at least we've had our say. Real talk about movies, music, politics, race, and religion. Growing up, not growing old, the feeling is still the same. Live from New York, it's the Growing Up, Not Growing Old podcast. It always makes a big fucking a big bump when I do that. All right, this is the uh, Growing Up, Not Growing Old podcast. My name is Mike Russo. This week, my guest, very special guest, Shane. What's up, man? You there? Hey, Mike. What's going on, man? How you doing? All right, man. What's going on over in the West Coast right now? Um, I I don't know, but apparently uh, people are asking yet again about the whole uh, fifteen dollar an hour wage. And uh, I was just posed that question. What do you think about the 15, you know, you know, giving minimum wage workers $15 an hour? And then, you know, the big argument that people say is, well, what, you know, what are all the little guys going to do? And I'm like, uh, I don't know if I should say this, but because I was thinking about it, because I went, that's kind of a good point. And then I was like, well, around here anyway, what I've noticed, brick and mortar Stores owned by uh, other people that aren't corporations are kind of going under anyway. And I know it's sad, but like Walmart and all these dollar stores are kind of putting like dollar stores owned by these corporations are kind of putting them out of business. So it's like I don't think that's going to be much of an issue because these corporations are going to be able to give the guy that works at OK 99 or the only 99 cent store $15 an hour because there's billions of those stores all over the place. What do you think? (laughs) $15 an hour is the minimum wage. Is that something? No. What's going on with this? I, I don't know nothing no, about this. No, um, people people are petitioning. Uh, there's uh, some government something or rather that is petitioning for the minimum wage in Southern California or Southern wow in in the state of California to be fifteen dollars an hour minimum wage. Holy shit, that's a lot. That's, uh, yeah, that's huge. Yeah, <laughs> it's definitely huge. I would call it huge. That's what I would call it. That's yeah. a big fucking deal. That's like. Yo, if, if ah, oh, Jesus Christ! I remember when the minimum wage was like five dollars. Yeah. Oh, dude. What is it I now? don't. But nine fifty, nine twenty-five. Wow, that's nine something. That's pretty good, man. That's not a bad wage. Huh? It's not. I mean, it's not great. It's not a great wage, but it's not. It's definitely not. It's just because a lot of the um um. 
illegal immigrants can't support their families on a minimum wage. Uh, and like Jack in the Box doesn't pay the bills as, as well as some of the illegal immigrant families would like. What bills do they got? They don't got no bills. Dude, uh, dude, dude, do you know anything about illegal immigration families? They have their high volume of children, bro. High volume of children. Yeah, no, I was one of them. We lived in a house with like fucking 30 of us. Not one bill amongst us. We would go to the fucking... <laughs> You're like 30. <laughs> yeah, we would go to the supermarket and rob everything. Steal Star Wars figures from fucking Toys R Us. Yo, man. That is awesome. Them motherfuckers need to go back. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, race, religion... All that stuff, bro. That's why I was like, well, I'm going to bring it to the table. I mean, not really. Not because I heard it in the intro. I'm like, I'm just going to bring it all to the table. $15 but I did seems think, like a lot. Yeah, $15 is... Uh, I don't know. I don't know if it's a lot. I mean, it, uh, it's obviously a lot, but everyone just is pretty much being cap- Captain Avioso with it and going, well, what about, you know... What does that mean for what? Do you know how expensive potatoes will be? You know, like just random shit. Like, wait, potatoes? I haven't thought about potatoes. Oh, yeah, man. Do you know the price of a stamp's going to go up, right? And I'm just like, huh? Like, you hear random shit like that? (laughs) You're like, what? why? I'm confused. I don't know what's going on. They're like, "Uh, man, the carrot market, my friend, is going to suffer from this. I'm like, the carrot market? Is there a carrot market? I tell you what, though, if they pass that, like, it's not going to pass anywhere, I don't think. But if it turns into some kind of countrywide thing... I'm all for it because if I lose my job, I can get a minimum wage job and still kind of make it almost kind of a little bit. Well, yeah, that's uh, that's also, you know, the other thing is that everybody is like, oh, well, you know what, man? Screw that then, man. You know, you know what, man? If you get $15 an hour to work at McDonald's, man, then I'm just going to quit my job here at the firm. It's like, no, no you're guys not, are, dude. They're talking shit. <laughs> what was saying Like, that? I was like, no, you're, I was like, one, uh, one, no, uh, there are people who are lawyers and doctors and nurses and stuff because that's their calling in life. You don't just go, oh, well, that's it now. You know, I was taking down drug dealers at the kindergarten, but now I'm going to go to Jack in the Box because it's $15 an hour. Here's what, uh, no, fif- dude. Here's what, fi- here's what $15 an hour at McDonald's does for someone like myself. It allows me to get a second job and still make some decent money. Like I could work my job and then work at McDonald's overnight or some shit. That's what it, that's what it does for, for, for someone like me. It's a, it's a second job where you're not making, you know, $6 an hour. Dude, um, if they were doing or, you know, if they were like, okay, you know, tomorrow, minimum wage jobs, $15 an hour, you know, that's pretty much, that means any job that you get anywhere starts It's at $15 an hour unless they're like, oh, this is an internship and you only get paid, right? Like, that's pretty much, that's so, like, anywhere that you work, yeah. you know? So then that means you could be delivering pizzas and making bank plus your tips, bro. You could be waiting tables and making bank. Well, they get. I think they uh, they don't get minimum wage. If you get tips, oh, a lot yeah, of places they, get, they lower it. Like yeah. waitresses get like two fifty an hour or some shit. Yeah, something stupid like that. All right on, right on. Don't even get me started on the waitresses in this country. I got two uh, words for the waitresses. <laughs> learn to fucking type. Nice. Oh wait, <laughs> learn to learn to fucking type, nice. man. <laughs> that shit's classic. As far right as the Steve Buscemi shit goes, I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> oh, sorry, go ahead. Oh, I'm sorry, man. I talk too much, bro. Have you noticed that? Well, listen, you're the hardest working man in podcasting, so it's it's you got the gift of gab. You got to fucking use it, man. Yo, listen, run down your shows, man. 
run down my shows. Man, everybody's been telling me to do that. I called into the Conrad and Jack show as as uh, Adam Carolla because he just fired his news girl after four years. So I called into their show. Nobody needs a and, news girl. Um, Everyone's got a phone. <laughs> well, you know, she was the, I guess, I guess how how he referred to her in his little speech about firing her is he referred to her as a co-host. So I guess co-host slash news girl, you know? You know, professional chimer in her. But I uh, know <laughs> <laughs> that really fucking relegates her to fucking nothing. Fu- yeah, yeah, you're well, my, you're you're my you're my professional Budinsky. Yeah, I mean, basically, and and like that's how that's how Adam Carolla has always viewed his co-host, though. You know, um, even if you listen to classic episodes of Loveline, that's how that's the same way he treats Doctor Drew. He's always looked at everybody as kind of like. You know, I'm the smartest guy in the room, but the thing is, is that, like, his little lackeys are people that work under him because he's running some legit shit over there. Like, they're getting paychecks and shit. Um, is, uh, is that, you know, like, you are, you are not allowed to disagree with him too much on the air. That's fucking like, stupid. You, like, and, and if he's making a point, go with the point. Don't shit on his point. Because he had a few episodes in a row where the co-hosts were shitting on his point. Because he wants to go on there and go, okay, guys, uh, now, you know, let me say this. Uh, 99 cents for a cup of coffee, right? Shouldn't coffee be 99 cents? And then his, 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 his you know, uh, sound effects guy goes, well, uh, actually, you know, I believe the trade value rating. Why are you shitting on my point? I'm trying to make a point here about how coffee should be 99 cents. It's like, no, so- dude, you're not making a point. You're voicing a crazy opinion and you want everybody to fucking agree with you. That's why I stopped listening to his show. He's Sorry, a know-it-all. He's a fucking know-it-all. That's all. I mean, he, he can't be he can't be wrong. He's a fucking um, uh, uh, narcissist. Who know, who thinks he knows it all? That's all. Well, yeah. Doctor Drew diagnosed him as a as a narcissist a long time ago. Like like seriously, it was like, yeah, dude, you're a narcissist. You know, straight up. Oh, is that right? Yeah. Hmm. Oh, yeah. But I mean, like everybody knows how it goes. It was just such a shock. And uh, I was having um, a business meeting with um, my buddy. Oh, my buddy, my buddy, my actually my best friend, like brother from another mother, and co-host of uh, the Manliest Hour uh, radio show, uh, Justin, we were having a little business meeting. And uh, at the end of the business meeting, he says to me, oh, yeah, by the way, did you know Adam Carolla fired Allison Rosen? And I just, like, I don't even know how to describe it. Like, but my heart dropped. I was like, are you fucking serious? Really? And I was like, why? And I was just so angry. So I went <clears throat> I went, and then I listened to to the podcast where he explained what happened. I looked at all the news stories and then last night she dropped her podcast where she was explaining everything that happened and pretty much all they said on on her podcast was basically, you know, well, you know how it is when you work with Adam. You're not really supposed to shit on his point. You're not supposed to do this. You're not supposed to. And I thought, you know what? It always seemed like he told them that a little bit off the air to like stop like, you know, getting in his way so much. And, well, it is the Adam Carolla show, you know? Like, that's the name of the show. And he always goes, you know, fuck you, it's my show, my studio, my money, my microphones, you know, so fuck you, get out. And everyone just goes, eh, we'll just go with it, I guess. I understand that like, to a point, but not to a dictator-style fucking uh, disagree with my point, you're out kind of a way. I mean, there's a, there's a way to do that. There's a way that you can say this is my shit, and if people don't, respect it then i guess there's one way to go with it but if they're with you if they're going with you 
Listen, why are you going to have someone by your side if they're not going to disagree with you? You're going to have yes men around you? That's fucking stupid, you know? It is. Uh, it is really, um, really stupid. But um, at some point uh, in my, in my, I guess, internet podcast radio career, uh, that was that was uh, called into question about me. And um, it was it was some guys on a no name podcast, like well, a lot of no names, but you know, deep no name podcast was like talking shit about me. And the guy was like, you know what, man. This guy just tells, you know, so-and-so, you know, he's going to do this. He comes in with these unfunny bits and just goes off, you know, running his mouth on whatever. And uh, you know what, man? I like having you. He was telling his co-host. I like having you as a co-host because if I came in with some unfunny shit, you would tell me, man. You know, you would tell me, don't do that because it's not fucking funny. And he was referring to my Kermit the Frog impression, which, by the way, I just got complimented on like a few days ago because I did it again for Manliest Hour when I was making fun of Podcast One. Yeah, let me tell you um, something about your last episode real quick. Um, I think I broke Google because I was – you guys uh, were talking about me and you mentioned something about uh, pizza or whatever. Um, uh, take, I was taking a picture of uh, a slice of pizza Oh yeah, sent it over to you, and and Justin was like, "Yo, tell him to wrap his dick in a slice and send it." So yeah, I I was the first thing I did, I googled penis wrapped in pizza. I was gonna send it to you, you know. But, yo. And all that came up was a link to the website Big Sausage Pizza, that's which it. is a porno website where a guy puts his dick through a glory hole pizza. That's on my favorites, but I wanted something different, <laughs> and I couldn't find the fucking image of a penis wrapped in a slice. I couldn't oh, fucking God. find it. I went through like five pages. I couldn't find shit. I was actually thinking about buying a slice and putting my cock in it. <laughs> Fucking really. You're like, wait a minute, maybe I should. Andrew's like, I don't know, if that's a good idea. You're like, oh, okay, I guess. Burn, yeah, burns and all that. I get it. And Probably fucking burn. sending it over, but I like your, uh, I like your show, The Manliest. Uh, <clears throat> it's like what three, four episodes deep now. Yeah, yeah, we 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 rebooted Hanging Outcast and um, did the men, you know, changed it to the Manliest Hour. So uh, I don't know. Yeah, I've been getting. Um, some some uh, good compliments and um you know got got a retweeted by an actual talk radio um personality out of san francisco so that really boosted the last episode because it was retweeted as we were on the air so um yeah our numbers you know jumped up so you know it's it, it's exciting it's fun and um well, let it's me less give you stressful a than any then. other show. Let me give you a compliment while, while we're sitting here talking how great your show is. Fucking, I like The Manliest Hour because it's not The Manliest Hour. Like, you know. <laughs> That's horrible, but okay. No, Continue. I'm going to tell you why. <laughs> I'm going to tell you why before you think I'm thinking something I'm not thinking. It is a little tongue-in-cheek, though. That's what I'm saying. It's not, like it's not it's about. Little, yeah. It's not about. Beer, wings, women, football. You know what I'm saying? It's not that, which is just dumb shit. Don't get me wrong. There's nothing wrong with beer, football, women, and fucking uh, the other thing. Wings, you know what I'm saying? That shit, that's all oh, good wings. stuff. I don't, I don't partake in any of that shit, but there's nothing wrong with it. But I think that's just a, that's like a fucking antiquated way of thinking about men nowadays. You know what I'm saying? Dude, you know what's really crazy is that was the original, that was the original goal of the show, and we actually ended up. I guess if if hopefully other people view it that way, but we actually pulled it off without having to talk about it too much because our original thing was 
you know, uh, you know, Shane and, you know, Justin sit down weekly to fight the stereotypes of men from yesteryear. But like uh, that, that seemed weird to me once we got on the air and Justin was just like, man, screw this, you know, you know. You know, I know how to work on a car, but then I know the words to like Nicki Minaj. I'm like, that's weird. Yeah. And that's not manly. So give me a man card. So like it kind of keeps us in check, but then it also kind, you know, it's, you know, it's like free for us to talk about whatever we want. Like, yeah, sports, when sports comes up, it's like, yeah, you know, Rambo, duh. You know, we were talking about Rambo 5 and how it was going to come out. And Justin's like, I never seen Rambo of you. I'm like, "Uh," when I was a kid. And then we just kind of moved on. Right. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. (laughs) That's pretty good. Yeah, well, so that's uh, why. Dude. Yeah, that's why. Yeah, that's why I really like that show, man. Just because of that, and um, I was hoping one day you would uh, have me on one day if, uh, if if you need a guest, just because I'd like to talk about the whole issue of men and and, and men in in the, in twenty fifteen or twenty fourteen, you know, and the stereotypes and expectations and definitions and all that shit. So maybe one day you can uh, have me on there. Dude, I would totally be down to have you on there, of course. Well, I mean, obviously, you know, uh, I only have really, like, five, like, close, like, podcasts that are my real favorite podcasts. And then, uh, you know, I don't ever give all of them out at once. But if you listen, you can kind of hear, you know, if anyone who listens to my shows regularly, uh, they knew. I've been saying regularly weird lately. That's like the fourth time I've said it weird. Dude, I say everything weird, so don't don't, don't even sweat it. (laughs) I say everything weird, man. I know. Dude, if I don't say something weird, I say it wrong. Dude, last week I called a cul-de-sac in Endicott. I fucking I don't say oh, li- yeah I remember that I don't say library <laughs> I say library I don't give a fuck man say what you want to <laughs> say if it's regularly then fucking do it regularly uh no my shows let's see I have a show called the podcast in the woods um that uh, is is probably just uh, okay can I just say this okay look. I'm going to say this. Hopefully, I'm sure nobody will. Nobody from my crew will hear this except like fans and people that listen like via Twitter and stuff like that follow on Twitter. So I don't think like Mike from Podcast in the Woods is going to hear this. Hopefully, Justin will not hear this. When I started Podcast in the Woods, I was like, I'm going to put zero effort into this podcast. Like I'm going to be relaxed. Obviously, I put work into it, but it's going to it's like from the heart. So it doesn't count as like. Like, you know, you know, it's not the same as carrying bales of hay back and forth to a truck, but it is work and it is time consuming. But I was like, I'm not going to put a ton of work into this. I'm going to let the horror community decide what the hell they want to do with this show. And I'm going to let listeners decide what they want to do, because my thing is always for some reason, I have no idea why. But every time I start like a show or a podcast endeavor or I'm helping somebody with a radio show, I'm always thinking of the people that that I consider outside of the demographic. And I have no idea why. But like, you know, for for somebody like Mike Russo to enjoy the manliest hour that makes sense. Or somebody like Chris from Radio Radio or like, uh, you know, like, you know, other guys who were who were into radio and, and stuff like that for them to enjoy that makes sense. But I'm not thinking about you guys when I'm doing it. I'm thinking, OK, cool. What does like the 42 year old like, m- you know, single mom want to hear? I don't know yeah. why. Well, cause- so I try to sprinkle in like anything that like meets my eye that might be a little outside of the box ish. And um, yeah. But with, oh sorry, go ahead. 
No, I, I was going to say something about podcasts and woods if you were done with it. But before you move on, I wanted to say yeah, something. But go ahead, uh, finish your uh, statement. Oh, yeah. Uh, no, but with Podcast in the Woods, it's just this little, um, like, okay, this is a weird analogy, but fuck it. I'm going to do it because I think it fits it best. Um, it would be, you know, it's like when a multi-millionaire, like, opens up, like, a sandwich shop in Harlem or something, and then you're just like, oh, yeah, did you know that, you know, uh, uh, Donald freaking, you know, Ducktin uh, Dollar Signs owns that? And you'd be like, really? That's weird. Why did he open that? And they're like, I don't know. You know, some people say he loves sandwiches. Some people say, you know, his mom owned a sandwich shop. We don't really know. He just kind of has it, and it's and it's there. That's how I feel about podcasts in the woods. It was something that I really, 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 really wanted to do and wasn't thinking about numbers or sponsors or who's going to listen. It was just something where I was like, dude, I, and I think that's how everybody else feels about every, every, like their own podcast, but I don't feel that way. Like so some of my shows are, are work in a way. Yeah. Yeah. It's, well, yeah it's, so it it's sounds like, like passion. Yeah. That's what passion is. Passion. There we go. You know what I'm saying? Uh, when you, you're doing some shit and it, it, it's not like you don't care about listeners or the product, but you're doing it because you love it, you want to do it, and it's just fun. When something becomes work, like when podcasting for me, because I only got my one show, you got a million shows, when this starts to become work, then I'm going to be out. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to just fucking put the mic down. Because I don't yeah, want this to I've be I've almost work. done that, dude. And like it, it's like a scary feeling because you're like, dude, there are people out there who are just sitting there with like a snowball mic that they got for twenty nine ninety nine at Best Buy, and there's a loud humming in the background that's their air conditioner, and they're trying to talk over the air conditioner, and they're having the time of their lives. Why are you stressed out? Like I've had to ask myself that, you know. But I mean, dude, you know, when you get up four days a week to read the news and you're not getting paid, bro. For a second, yeah. you look yourself in the mirror and say, am I a fool? <laughs> Yo, let me tell you a real quick story, all right? Yo, check this out. Um, uh, I was at a guitar center. There's a guitar center over here. It's fucking huge, and I get all my shit over there. Or uh, I got all my shit when I used to get shit. I don't get shit anymore because, well, I'm fucking poor. <laughs> Straight up. But <laughs> anyway, but I went to go buy a microphone or headphones or some shit, and I saw some big dude in there, right? And he was in there buying a snowball. When you said the snowball, it made me think of this story. And uh, he was telling the guy he's a podcaster. Oh, Babu. So I'm in, I mean, so I'm in the I back. I mean, good, right? I, I'm, well, listen, I'm in the back <laughs> listening to what he's saying. And he was telling the guy that he uses his gaming headset on his computer. That's how he's recording now. Uh. And he wanted to upgrade. So I was like, you know what? I'm a, I like networking. So let me introduce myself to this guy. Um, I'll give him my information. He gives me his. Maybe we be friends. Maybe we do like a home and home show. We fucking we'll network. We'll connect. You know, we'll have, we'll make something of it. You know, we'll make something out of nothing. You never know. Yeah. You never know what can happen, man. That's why I like reaching out to all these podcasts out there. These new podcasts. By the way, let me big, give a shout out to uh, Bold and Belligerent and uh, Green Up. Two shows I started listening to. They're on um. Uh, iTunes, those guys right there, and uh, the Bats podcast, B dot A dot T dot S dot, great shows out there, and of course, you know, you know, you know, Tension Deficit Order as always, and Pot of the Damned, and you know, all those good guys out there. So this guy, right? Yeah. He he gave me his information. I went home and and um, I think the same week I released one of my shit on religion shows, and I listened to his show and he opened it up with a prayer. Oh man. So yo that's heavy, bro. So yo, that dude, 
he fucking went to listen to my show when I'm taking a shit on Catholicism, and he's opening his he's opening up his show with a fucking hail mary. Dude, that's gotta be fucking weird. Well, dude, I I you know because I'm the type of guy that I won't judge it and like just throw it away. I retweeted him. I taught, I said, yo, listen to this dude. I you know I gave him love, and I uh, never heard a word back from that dude. <laughs> never one word back from him. He was like, God's going to get you, dude. I don't want to listen to your podcast. I'm going to go to hell like you if I listen. Yo, my <laughs> man, yo, Manny, if by any chance, a whole year later, if you're still out there, Manny, I got a lot of love for you, man. Me too, bro. You know what I fucking love about podcasts in the woods, though? And it's not about you, actually. Oh, I, thank you. Dude, I love when Horror Mike hates something. That, <laughs> that's probably one of my favorite things. That guy cracks me up. Dude, oh my God, on the Tusk episode, oh my God. I got that in my queue. Ugh. You could, I, I don't want to spoil anything, but anyway, it was it was definitely interesting. On the subject of Twitter, can I say one time um, a guy, this was in the Hanging Outcast days, which wasn't that long ago, but uh, it was sometime last year or whatever. This happened. It's like Some three guy, weeks ago. Yeah. <laughs> Some, guy, some guy followed followed a hanging out cast back when it was hanging out cast and he was like you know it was like uh you know so and so followed you and i looked at it and it was like you know mountain bike enthusiast uh you know adventurer podcaster something or rather so i was like cool you know and by the way i do what i always do and uh can i just say i heard on the conrad and jack show that uh you know he was talking about how you know you know, he goes, I think it was hit. No, 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 no. Oh, sorry. Sorry. Uh, Hail Mary, Hail Mary. But anyway, oh yeah. Conrad and Jack, shout out to them. Those, those are really, really, really good guys on new visions radio, like salt of the earth motherfuckers. Just like, um, just like uh, growing up, not growing old, uh, gungo, you know, like all that shit, like real shit, good stuff. Yeah. But, great um, show, man. Guys. Yeah. I'll tell you what, man, if there's, if there's ever a podcast that can make the easiest transition to like, a a morning radio, not zoo type, but you know, like an actual show, I think that would be the show. A hundred percent, dude. Dude, a hundred percent. But no, Chris from Radio Radio was talking about how how you can set up like automatic stuff so when people follow you, it'll send them something. Yeah, I, get I guess those. like it sends them a. Go ahead. It's like a what? I, I get those. Like I see people with those things. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, but I didn't know that you can do that, and I never did that because I never go on my computer. I always use my phone. So what I do is I have notes. I have a shitload. I just under my notepad on my iPhone is just all podcast shit links, stuff that I previously typed up. Like thanks for following, check out my show, and then it has the link there with the hashtags. I just copy and paste it. So everybody sees that and thinks that it's like an automated response when they follow me. And I'm like, dude, that's my ass going. Oh, holy shit! You know, between sets of the gym, sending you. Like, okay, so anytime you see anything, there's no robots doing anything. I run all that shit by myself, number one. Number two, number two, I didn't know you can do that until Chris said that, but number two, some, so, so I sent that. Then some guy replied back, hey, man, you know, no problem. I will check out your podcast. Maybe you can check out mine, but you won't like mine. And just so you know, I'm a really, uh, I don't know, like, you know, I'm a really strict judge on podcasts or something. And I was <sighs> like... I was like, all right, man, you know, rock and roll, have fun. Yeah. I was like, cool. So I was like, well, you know, you know, why is he so down on himself too, saying, you know, hey man, trust me, you know. No, you know what he said? You're not gonna like my show. Most people don't. 
So I'm just like, well, yeah, why so are you stop. even on Twitter then, dude? Just go away. Yeah, just hang yourself tomorrow. Then, if, if no- <laughs> what are you promoting? Sorry. What are you promoting? You're pushing shit. Stop pushing your shit around. If no one likes, it. you know what? If no one, if most people don't like it, it's probably not good. Yeah, and if most people don't like it, I, I, like I don't know what horrible dark cloud you're living in in your head, where you're like, man, probably nobody likes this. So I click on this dude's blog link. It's not even a podcast link. It's a blog link. He, uh, There's no iTunes. There's no Stitcher. There's no podcast feed, but there's audio files uploaded to a blog. So I'm like, all right, he's doing it really old school. I click on the audio file, <clears throat> and it's that motherfucker who riding his mountain bike to the top of a hill and recording into his iPhone when he's out of breath, talking about the sunset and shit that happened during the day into his iPhone out of breath on a mountain. I was like, bro, nobody likes this. And I just fucking like exit wow, out his blog. What? I was like, of course nobody likes that, you moron. What the hell do you think? What an oh. egotistical asshole that people don't want to be involved in your life. That's not he's not doing a podcast. He just wants people to take a peek into his world when nobody cares. Nobody wants to take a ride with you. No one cares that you ran over a cat on the way to the supermarket. No one cares about your life. You're fucking done. Eat a bullet. You know what I'm saying? So like, then, why would he fucking push that? Why would he push that around? I don't even know, but but like I think it was just his Twitter. It was like his personal Twitter. It was like fucking I, I couldn't even remember his name, but like Paul Paul fucking um Stevens or whatever. It was like at it was like at Paul Stevens mountain bike guy or something. And you're just like, okay. So, so like, then I click on his pictures, and it's just a bunch of pictures of him around L.A. with his mountain bike or whatever. I'm like, oh, so he's one of those, like, L.A. douchebags. I was like, whatever. Because, one, one, I live, like, a half an hour from L.A., but I'm not from L.A., so I'm not, like, some douchebag. Like, I'm from a bad neighborhood, so I have, like, you know, I speak weird, and I have a class and character. (laughs) Wait a minute. What's... What... As I try to delicately steer away from the subject of podcasting, (laughs) what's an L.A. douchebag? Um, An L.A. douchebag. An L.A. douchebag is, um, well, there's, there's lots of them. There's L.A. douchebags that are yuppies that are like, hey, you know what, man? I I was an extra on Supernatural last week, so, you know, I'm rolling pretty hard. And those guys guys who who are extras think who, who the fuck they are? Well, yeah, well, I mean, you know, if you're like a, you know, like a yuppie L.A. douchebag, then there's like L.A. douchebags that are like, hey, man, huh, you know what, man, my, you know, uh, you know, like my TV show just went to pilot and, did, you know, you know, all all braggy and stuff like that. But then there's these other guy, I guess they're they're like in between hipster. They're like what's left of old L.A. That's what they are. And this dude was like grizzled. You know, like when you just see like um, someone's hand in a picture, like he was taking a picture of something on his bike, but he was holding the handlebars and it's yeah. all like grizzled and veiny. And like, you know, you're like, dude, are you like 52? And yeah, he was like older like right. that. And I'm like, nothing wrong with that. But why are you trying to do a podcast? Or like, do you think that's what a podcast is? Like, do you not know? And then I was like, um, so then, of course, horribly, I thought to myself, oh, crap, you know, um, you know, like, 
you know, I'm going to feel bad now because when he listens to my show, he's going to be like, this isn't a podcast, bro. I thought I was just talking into your phone. This is just a radio show. That's probably what he's thinking, right? Yeah, you know, he, you're right. You probably, he didn't know what the fuck he was doing. You're right. He was like, dude, this isn't a podcast. I do a podcast where I talk into my iPhone. Duh. It's a pot, right? Right? I'm all, yeah, yeah, bro. Whatever. I mean, it can be anything. But yeah, dude, LA douchebag's crazy. Um, to- Totally crazy. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. No, no, Continue. that's just um, no, because I wanted to um, uh, you know, I don't want to talk. I don't know how much podcast people want to listen to other podcast people talking about podcasts. Oh well, yeah, that's why. Yeah, that's why I said go on because my 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 least favorite thing in the world is that, and, and I was we, just complaining about that the other day. And we just did that for thirty minutes. <laughs> well, no, I mean, like we were like talking uh, about being being in it, not not like not like. Where, where, where for the half, well, like for the first half an hour, you explain to me what's going on behind the scenes of growing up, not growing old. That happens in every show where it's like the, and I'm like, not every show, but I'm like, I I don't understand it. But anyway, yeah. Um, (laughs) What do you mean behind the scenes? You know, I don't know. Like, if you're like, oh, hey guys, what's going on? A lot of people have been asking about what's going on with growing up, not growing old. <sighs> Let's see, man. Well, uh, you know, the I'm like, wait, excuse me? I'm like, dude, I don't want to know what's good. Like, just entertain me. What do you mean? <laughs> do I do that? No, you don't do that. But I'm saying, like, some people do that. Celebrities do that, and then people think that they need to do that. But I'm like, no, celebrities do that because we want to know what's going on with Mark Marin because he's a celebrity. Oh, or, like, would- we want to know what's going on with Kevin Smith. But then regular people do that. And I'm like, dude, I don't, you know what I mean? Oh, you were just using my name as an example. Oh right, yeah. Oh shit, I'm like, I, I'm like, I'm like, man. Thank you for having me on as a guest on your show, so I can talk so much shit to your face. You're all yeah, wow. Yeah, that's <laughs> why I had to stop. Like, I do that. I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't do that. No, dude. But dude, dude like, your show's one of my favorite podcasts because it's the most real. I appreciate that, man. But that thing that you said goes back to the douchebag that people want to think that people want to peek in their life, and I think part of podcasting is that giving some of you out, but. Fucking driving a bike up a hill. Come on. Oh yeah. You know. But here's the I'm pretty up, sure. Th- here's the fucked up thing about my show is that I'm trying to get off the subject, but I don't prepare, so I got nowhere to go with it. <laughs> like oh, I'm, really? I don't know do- where to sh- to, to steal the shit, but you know what? Shit just happens. Yeah. Do you always not prepare or no? Because it doesn't seem that way. I was like, it doesn't seem that way. No. When we do movies, I write down the movie name. Okay, well, then I'm um, ready. since we're, well, yeah, but like since we're here, and you know, um, and uh, I didn't listen to it. Uh, you can just give me if you want. Um, I didn't uh, listen to your review of Tusk, like when you guys addressed it, because I fast forward through it because I hadn't watched it yet. But, oh, well, um, can I ask you yeah, a few questions about it? Go ahead, man. Whatever you want. You know, because you know, I know that uh, you guys review uh, movies, and you guys are also just huge fans of uh, like film in general, just like me, which is one of the cool things yeah. uh, about listening to the Gungo, the Gungo, which is funny, <laughs> which is funny. I heard somebody mispronounce your name on a podcast the other day, and they said "gun <laughs> gung ho," the "gung ho" podcast. I'm like, <laughs> hell yeah, dude! Those fools are so gung ho about podcasting. That's bro. fucking great, man. <laughs> yeah, hell big, yeah. Well, big up whoever. <laughs> Big up to that, whoever that show was. Um. Okay, so here's a few things. Here's a few things we were confused about. Okay, so Haley Joe. Oh no, excuse me. Haley Joel. I see dead people. Osmond was not banging his girlfriend. 
they were just like ro- they were like like he was like the the fat friend shoulder cry on guy right i thought they were banging but i, think I thought they were right. banging too but mike pointed it out like uh, horror mike was like yeah but like they were in the same clothes like they fell asleep in that position they woke up the next day um you know he was just wiping her tears and then and then like teddy never knew about the affairs because when they were i mean i, I mean teddy knew about the affairs but the girlfriend didn't right like it's like a weird yeah. thing Be- yeah so like that was the only thing that flipped it into perspective when mike said on the show well yeah well well yeah or, or maybe i said which was which was um after i thought about it this was the first movie which i said before but is a in a long time where where the next day i thought about it all day all fucking day dude i don't know why you know what that's a good point i thought they were i thought 100% they they were banging but now that you say it there was no real hard evidence of it yeah dude i think uh wallace brighton with his fucking mustache and getting turned into wallace i think i think he was just like you know like the ultimate like bad person I mean, they yeah, made his dick. character bad. He was just a dick, but he was yeah. funny though. He was he was a funny guy. He was a funny. I I liked that movie. It was it was like so weird. It was, but um, actually, this seems like the perfect forum to go off because I wanted to go off on it, but I kept stopping myself because because we were trying to to review the movie. But now, okay, you know this as as somebody who who does this uh this format, um. Okay, when you're shopping for microphones and you're looking at microphones, and if you're somebody who's who's as obsessive as me, which uh, you know most people aren't, you know, like you just whatever. The point is, I've I've learned a lot about microphones so much to the point that anytime there's a press conference, anytime there's a microphone anywhere on TV, I just point it out and I know what that microphone is in my head. Yeah, like I'm like that's the Sennheiser, whatever, you know, that's the Heil PR40. <laughs> By the way, it was the Heil PR40 is what they were using in their podcast. I'm like that's a three hundred fifty dollar probably get it for like maybe like three maybe 280 on ebay like that's low ball uh, that's really low though okay so it's a heil pr40 it is a uh a cardioid condenser uh, a cardioid dynamic microphone just like the one i'm using right now the re uh, 320 and it's an expensive microphone so then i'm like okay like before you find out he was making a hundred thousand dollars in ads uh, you know, like whatever, before you find that out, you're like, why are these guys using such nice microphones? But then, um, homeboy, uh, what is his, uh, Wallace, uh, Justin Long has a freaking $15 Sam Ash pop filter twisted over it. Right. When, why wouldn't you have the high LPR fitted like pop filter that they have? It's the really cool ones that like, you know, that like, uh, they like, uh, attach to like a little stick thing and it's like a little screen. Oh, okay. It's super, yeah, super cool looking. Like, why wouldn't you have that? Then your homie, you know, uh, freaking I see dead people doesn't have any pop filter. So now I'm confused. So it's like, do you have money or don't you? And, yeah. What so was, um, what was that Haley was bothering me mic? from a technical side. Same one. <laughs> What's that? He had the same mic. Both of them had the same mics. Uh huh. Yeah. High LPR 40. Sounds sounds very similar to the RE 20. I have the 320, not the 20, but uh, yeah, there's this, uh, you know, there's a there's a pretty big debate on YouTube about about which is like the best, <laughs> the best uh, uh, mic for radio. What is it? 
Uh, sure, well, sure, uh, people are shit. saying it's either the Heil PR40, the uh, Electro Voice RE20. I have the 320, so it's a lower, you know, it's a lower end version of it. You know, it's a 300, it's like a $250 version of the RE20, which is like a $500 microphone. But, um, so yeah, you know, it's always between that, but then there's the Rode Procaster and, uh, those are like newer within the past few years. Those came out of Australia. Those ones are pretty good. Like hip, hip, uh, hip radio people use that, you know? So like well, you'll Rode's see got a, a pretty lot good of... name. I know that. Oh yeah, dude. Rode, bro. Rode, let me, uh... let me uh, pose that question to Angela. She just came out. Ange, in Tusk, remember Tusk? Was Haley Joel Osment banging uh, the, his girlfriend? Yeah, 100%. And she says 100%. Yo, yo, Shane was saying that he was just a shoulder to cry on, that there was no evidence that they actually were having sex. Right, that's true. But she was in her t-shirt and her panties. She was in her t-shirt and her panties. Well, um, well uh, horror might call me on something interesting. Two toothbrushes in the sink. Two toothbrushes yeah. in the sink. Well, okay, that's true, but we're also unclear about whose place that is. And <laughs> all right. That's, okay. That's a okay. Good okay. She did. She did do the weird move where she told him to go brush his teeth, though, and they never kissed on camera. She told him she told uh him to go brush his teeth. Which is weird. <laughs> That's just weird to be like, okay, go brush your teeth now. And then he like did the move where he was like, huh, all right, mom. Like he did that weird goof smile, like, okay. And you're like, wait, what's going on? Like, I'm telling you, dude. I'm not maybe, saying maybe, it wasn't implied. <laughs> maybe I gotta watch it again. I don't know, but I just when 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 the tight shot slowly pain uh not panning but the tight shot on her face when she was like kind of crying and yeah. it was kind of closing in her and everything was quiet and his fat hand comes in like wipes a tear yeah it was hilarious uh, it wasn't supposed to be but i found it fucking hilarious his big uh, well, fat <laughs> sausage vienna sausage fingers with a muffin top <laughs> palm <laughs> fucking, uh, that was great well well well, he used to see dead people. Now he just sees, uh, you know, a never-ending buffet, man. But no. <laughs> oh, the poor fella. He's a little portly. Don't hold it against him. He looks He looks good, though. You know what I mean? Like, some guys, some no, guys that are awful. child actors look fucking way worse than that, bro. Oh, uh, he looks terrible. He looks bloated. Like, he looks like he, he he's an alcoholic. Like huh? he, He's probably been eating. What the hell do you guys have over there on the East Coast? Uh, it sounds like a hot Bagels? dog, but it's like a snack pie with like chocolate and cream filling. Devil dog? Is that what that is? No, everybody has devil dogs. Come on, we do not have devil dogs. I mean, I mean, I'm sure I could obtain them in the store, but they are not commonplace over here. Uh, you know what? I don't fuck around with, with snacks, but it could have been a devil dog. Hostess was huge over here, dude. Hostess is everywhere. Hostess and well, we just started getting tasty cakes recently. That wasn't that's, over um, here a lot. That's Philadelphia, yeah. Yeah, yeah. We just recently started getting getting that. But yeah, um, what's his name? Uh, uh, Kevin Smith's favorite snack food is devil dogs. And um, do, have you ever listened dry. to Smodcast? I used to. I used to listen to Smodcast, uh, Hollywood Babylon. Um, 
And that's it. But I don't listen. The only one I listen to is Fat Man on Batman. That's the only Kevin Smith one I listen to. How is that one? Well, I mean, how's I mean, it, how is it uh, doing? I don't. I have no idea. I just, you know, I like Batman, so I listen to it. And well, that's like pretty much. I listened to like the first five episodes of that. I think five or six episodes, and I was really into it. But then, like, I mean, you know, some of the guests kind of started getting obscure. So I was like, all right. <laughs> I just like listening to dudes who are into the shit that I'm into when he's really into that type of shit. Oh, like, oh yeah, dude. There was there was uh well I can only see one, but um there was the the whole Batman homage when when uh, Howard Howe was telling the story about his parents and being murdered in the movie theater parking lot or whatever the movie theater alley or whatever right or the play wherever they were leaving. Yeah. Very, very Batman homage. So many yeah. Jaws homages. Did you guys dig the Jaws homages? You had to. Where? On what? what on in where? Uh, Tusk. There was so many. It was. It was very heavy. Well, well, I mean, the scene where where he's first drinking the tea, and then he's like telling him all those stories. It was very, you know, on the boat and sharing the stories. Uh, I didn't but pick funny. up on any of that. Oh shit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, I should have because I watch Jaws all the time. Yeah. Oh, uh, the, um, you know, obviously very, very. Uh, uh, there was a, a couple of misery homages. Uh, obviously, there was a text chainsaw masker homage. All that screaming—that's all text chainsaw masker, dude. That's total homage to all that shit. With a like, eh, 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 and then the you know the guy starts screaming too. You know. Yeah. Great, dude. Really, like really great. Movie? I really enjoyed the film. I only gave it three out of five, though. Why? But I enjoyed it. Why only three out of five? Um, I don't know, dude. Uh, oh, drawn out scenes, long, long, long. Like, dude, he could have shaved so much time off of this movie. Um, I loved, I loved Johnny Depp as Guy Lapointe because because Guy Lapointe is like huge in the Smodcast mythology. So it, it was super cool to see like Guy Lapointe and then the like Gimli Glider, which is like the like plane that Guy Lapointe landed and all this stuff. N- you know, Canadian news stories from Smodcast that he like wove into the script. Weird, right? That's pretty cool, man. I tell you it what is, I like though. about this movie, and I don't know if he did it on purpose or if he, it was accidental. Um, the shift in tone to me was so sudden. Like it went from horror, it, it always had the underlying humor even with the horrific points but it went from funny to horror in like a second and then Johnny Depp comes in and then Johnny Depp comes in and it feels like a fresh brand new movie so that's what I liked about it I don't know if he fucked up his tones on purpose or he's just he doesn't know what the fuck he's doing but I, I that's what I like about it no one there's no other movie that switches tones so abruptly like that and then just brings in a whole new character with a whole rich background in the middle of the movie. Dude. <laughs> Dude, also also to pretty much further your point, um when it cuts when it cuts to the dinner scene and they're sitting at the long table and by the way, by the way, one of the only few good shots in the movie because there were so many cuts. It was like a fucking dude. It was like, it was like a like like a Benny Hanna on on freaking six dollar sushi night. <laughs> <laughs> 
Hey, nice, I'm nice tired. Pull. Nice pull. That was a pretty <laughs> good pull. I got I to gotta give that to you right there. You, you, you're getting a pass on that. That was good. Thank you. I'm like, ah, I'm a little tired today. I'm almost like a... Yeah. It was just cut, 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 cut. And um, my whole thing is that Kevin Smith would normally do the wide shots, the drawn out, kind of just one angle of two people talking for a long time, just one shot, one straight shot. And he did it. This like one shot where it's like this long table, Michael Parks is there eating and he like looks up and he's like, you know, you got to eat. Then the camera rolls all the way down. And at the end is, you know, Justin Long, you know, leg had been amputated, you know, brown recluse, yakety yak. He's sitting there (laughs) and the fucking cup from the (laughs) from the store is there. (laughs) (laughs) The freaking like 64 ounce cup he brought with him, like the guy refilled it for him and just put it. I know it's it's so fucking weird and and crazy. I was love. Oh, dude, dude, I was loving it, man. Here's the thing: we had. Here's what we were asking. Me and Angelo were asking ourselves, why didn't they take him out of that fucking suit? What do you mean? The fucking the walrus suit. Get him out of there. No, dude. No, 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 man. He wasn't in a suit. He yeah, was, it was a suit. No, dude. Like he like reconstructed his bones and shit. He removed his his shit and like like he like removed his his like arms and bones and he skinned him. They they, they didn't show any of that, but he did all that stuff that was on the diagrams to him. He, that's what that yeah. That's why he, he ended up in a nature preserve. I mean, scientifically, it doesn't make sense, but yeah, he turned him into a walrus. <laughs> yeah, but he said he was constructing a suit. Huh? Yeah, which was the one that he wore at the end, which is what they fought in. Oh shit! Weird, right? Like that was um, that was something that I kind of let go because I was going to complain about, it, and I was like, "Dude, I'm not going to complain about the fact that it scientifically couldn't turn him in." Because for a while, I was thinking it was a suit because because it's it's like cheesy special effects. So I thought, yeah. So I was like, oh yeah, like is he in a suit or is he a walrus? And I was like, wait a minute, wasn't he like? Like, had a bone saw and shit? He was cutting his bones up. And I was like, yeah. And I was like, wasn't he doing the stuff from all those graphs where they were like, you know... And then later when Guy Lapointe comes, he's like, yeah, you know, this guy, you know, you know, cuts off their arms and, like, drills it to their rib cage. And he does all this crap to their, you know, you know, rips out their teeth and, like, you know, drills on those tusks that he carries around. But then he takes them out. That's why I said he had holes. So, yeah, he, like, That's turns a- them... It's crazy, right? Pretty sick idea. And doesn't even really make sense. I don't think. I'm pretty sure yeah, scientifically you, you can't turn somebody into a walrus because human centipede ran into problems when you try to make a human centipede. You know, it's the digestive it, tract doesn't work. It doesn't matter. <laughs> Some guy wants to make a movie about people eating each other's shit, then it's going to happen. You know, that all that shit goes out the window, you know? Did you see the second one or the first one? Did you see any of those? No, nah, I, I can't watch that shit. Yeah, it's uh, it's um one one I was very surprised at how mild it was. But I think there's something wrong with me because every time somebody says check out uh, ch- check out this really disturbing movie, I get myself pumped up, meaning meaning that what's in my head, which whatever that is, whatever my limit is in my head, I haven't seen it yet. So I'm like, that's weird. Number one, and I think it's because I grew up watching Faces of Death and shit. So I'm like which, by the way, I wouldn't recommend. It was traumatizing, but I was a kid, and it was like yeah. I used to like dare myself to watch that crap. You know when you're a kid, you're like, I'm going to watch this movie even though it's going to scare yeah. me, and then you beg your parents, and your parents are fucking tuned out so they don't know it's Faces of Death. <laughs> yeah, especially my, when I was a kid, there was like there was a whole handful of movies that was like 
the like the burnout movies. Like there was there was you know back when when I was young, you had the burnouts, the Guidos, the Jocks, and um, I was down I was down with the burnouts, you know, and fucking listening to metal and shit. But they and my brother was too, so I would always hear them talking about these movies, handful of movies. And uh, Face of Death was one of them, and, um, you know, uh, Surf Nazis Must Die, Clockwork Orange, of course, Evil Dead. This was before all this shit was po- way popular and all over the internet and fucking Class of Newcomb High, you know, you, I'm, I'm sure you know Hell, that one. Oh, yeah, dude, 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 yeah, man. Um, Demons. What do you call it? Tromeo and Juliet was one of the early, early trauma films that I saw. And uh, did you ever see uh, Surf Nazis Must Die? That was a big one back in the day. I I saw it on on Cinemax, but I couldn't remember. It's not like Toxic Avenger. I could probably quote Toxic Avenger to you. Part one, probably part one and part four, which was Citizen Toxie. That came out way later, though, like in 2000 and something. But yeah, dude, I was a huge fucking trauma nut for a long time. So I watched all that shit. Like I was buying trauma DVDs, dude. There's so there's so many movies that like I, I like. I, I saw Toxic Avenger. I own Toxic Avenger, but then I'm out. I don't watch any more of them. I just watch the first one, and that's it. I'm done with it. Well, you're better off with that because um, since you didn't see them, or if you don't remember what was going on at that time, that was when that was when they gave Lloyd Kaufman the like cartoon, and then he had the lunch pails and all that stuff, and it was like the Toxic Crusaders, yeah. the cartoon. So part two and part three are PG-13, and there's oh, no gore no. in it, so they're just kind of like dumb. Because you're like, wait a minute, without all the gore and tits, this is stupid. Like, and it, it, it is. It's really boring and dumb. I really like the trauma <laughs> effects, too. I know they're cheap effects, but I re- they really work. The trauma effects really fucking work. You ever see um Redneck Zombies? Oh, God, I'm going to vomit. Just don't even say it. That Yo, that movie makes me sick to my stomach, bro. Can I tell you what? I, I, what the first time I watched Redneck Zombies, I was tripping out on acid. And there was oh, a scene. That. Ugh. There's a scene in that movie where the guy is tripping out on acid and he's digging through somebody's body. Like he's he thinks he's digging through something else. I don't remember exactly. Maybe he might be digging through a duffel bag looking for something, but he's so yeah. fucking he's tripping out that he doesn't realize he's digging through a body. And everyone who's done acid and tripped out knows that every once in a while there's a while where reality hits you for a second and you're like, "Oh shit." And in the movie, reality hit him that he was actually digging through somebody's body. And as I'm watching that, tripping out, reality hit me that I'm fucking tripping out right now. Or like, it was the weirdest fucking, it was the weirdest fuck. It's almost like I was with him at that moment. Like, I I was him. Like, I was the guy. Can I ask you a weird question? What's up? Did you rent it at Hollywood Video? No, my uh, my boy used to just get them. He used to get all that shit. He was the guy to go to for fucking hard. He had this movie called Cannibal Campout. You know that one? Uh, no, actually, oh, I've never my, even heard of it. That thing was a bloody butcher nightmare. That thing, shit that was like shot on a camcorder. Just all these shitty, shitty horror movies used to get, and uh, and he let me borrow that one. That is so fucking cool. Shock, no, shocking um, Asia. Oh, I I don't think I've seen any of of that series. I remember there was some shit on there. Cannibal Ferox. <laughs> what Fe- the H? Yeah, it's Cannibal. F- I don't know how to say it. I think it's Cannibal Ferro or Ferox or some uh, shit. One of those classic Italian cannibal flicks. <laughs> no, I've never. That is so. Yeah, that's awesome. 
That is fucking completely awesome. No, man, people forget, though, and I'm sure definitely people forget. There are people that don't know probably listening to Gungo and being like, oh, wait, what? Video? No, dude, but fucking Hollywood video, like, you could find some that were down, and they would have some crazy shit. Not nothing like Faces of Death, but they would have, I mean, that's how I saw Redneck Zombies, uh, Night of the Scarecrow. It's not Dark Night oh, of the yeah. Scarecrow. It's not Scarecrows. It's Night of the Scarecrow. And that's one where, uh, well, you know, I'm all, that's the one where, look, a scarecrow comes to life. But, you know, it's like one of those things where it was like some some preacher was a child molester or something. So they put like a scarecrow thing on his face like back in the day and then like mm. beat him and then hung him up as, at the scarecrow thing. And then, you know, they say that, you know, it's going to be his anniversary and the scarecrow comes to life. It's pretty dope. Pretty gory, like just tits, sex and just like gore. That's but great. Like, a little bit higher budget than, you know, like, uh, than like trauma and stuff like that. But yeah, like totally was like always my favorite. Yeah. But you would find shit like that, you know, happy birthday to me. I, I oh, would wait, always remember that's seeing the one that with the cover. skewer right in the guy's mouth. Yep. I have the DVD. I found that's it. Great. It was a dude, dude, sweet, find Walmart $5 bin on DVD. Nice. So How bad is it though? Um, uh, <laughs> It's <clears throat> I don't want to give the ending away, but it is one of those things where where like the whole time it's like who done it, you know, you know, um this was probably one of the first films. I don't want to say it was the first cuz I don't know for sure, but um one of the first films where like it's the killer's POV. I mean, obviously, you know, po- you know, you know, this is 80 slasher, so it's obviously post Halloween, but it's like that like Halloween, you know, John Carpenter killer's POV and the person in the room turns and goes, "Oh, hey, you know, when did you get here? What 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 are you doing?" And then you're like, "Well, uh, who is it?" Yeah. <laughs> they did it's that totally Friday the cool. 13th too, the first one. Oh, see, yeah, there we go, dude. It's it like totally does that, but then at the end when the person's revealed, there's like three reveals. It's totally great. It's great. There's like it's like it's like, "Oh, so you did it because of whatever." Then so and so's like, "Well, no, I did it." And you're like, "Oh my god, you were the one." Yeah, I just and you're like, "What?" It's very scream-esque, but so early scream. It's nice. Way that's before a scream. Fucking Dude, I would recommend anybody checking out Happy Birthday to me if you haven't. Yo, go, yo, check this out. Gungo Pick good. of the Week, a new bit I'm doing. It's all mine. I just made it up. Gungo Pick of the Week, Bloodsucking Freaks. <laughs> Ooh, Bloodsucking Freaks. Yeah, what's up, ADO Radio? Big shout out. You know Bloodsucking Freaks? Um, I do. Is that, this is going to sound weird. Is that a full moon pictures or is that the old one from like the 60s? No, it's the old one. It's not full Okay, moon. okay. It's not that old from the '60s, but it's it's the one you're thinking of, probably. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, Guy puts on like a magic show, it. or it's like an SNM show, or some kind of like show, but he's actually torturing people on stage, and he's got a little midget, a uh, little midget <laughs> helper. His name is Ralphus. Oh my you, god! You gotta check. It's a trauma movie. Now that I'm looking at, it. I got the DVD. And I'm looking at it. it's a trauma video. Oh, actually. okay. Trauma. Trauma released it. A trauma release. Oh, they, it must be, yeah, a release. I don't know if they did it, but they released yeah. it. Oh, hell yeah. Oh, yes. Dude, 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 back in the day, <clears throat> if there were the uh, easy access of cameras like there is nowadays where everything has a camera on it, my fucking coffee mug has a camera on it, fucking, um, I would have, dude, I would have had some fucking cool ass pictures because I had a fucking trauma DVD collection for a minute there. Yeah, you know, like I had a pretty good collection. What's that? 
Oh, Sergeant Kabuki Man NYPD. Hell no, bro. I am not about the Kabuki. But um, it's on. Is that still on Netflix? I'm sure. I don't. I don't think Troma would take anything off Netflix. That was on Netflix, though, guys. Yo, Lloyd Kaufman was in Guardians of the Galaxy. I heard that. Um, <laughs> yeah. I heard that on a podcast and. On the podcast, I'm fucking geek. Yeah, bro, heard it on a podcast, and uh, the guy was explaining. Um, seriously, I do listen to so much. I don't know. I, I that's why when I say I heard it on a podcast, it means you could have been like, "Yeah, dude, that was me." And I'd be like, "Oh, okay," because I don't remember. I listen to so many. Yeah. But um, a guy was was like, "Oh yeah, man," and then you know Lloyd Kaufman made an appearance, and they're like, "Oh, who's that?" You know, was that so and so? Was that and, and and the guy started naming all the main characters. And he's like, "Oh no, you know, uh, you know, you know, you know, he had a really small role, you know." But anybody listening who knows what trauma is, they know Lloyd Kaufman. I'm like, "Well, why even bring that up to a room full of guys who are like, what's that, dude? That's not Batman. I can't jerk off to that right now. I'm all, wait, what? What kind of podcast is this? No, sorry." Yo, I fucking mentioned it, but I forgot his name. <laughs> I called him Larry. <laughs> Larry? Larry I couldn't remember his name. Bro. I was like, Who, who's that guy? Larry? What, what is that? Greetings Lawrence? from Tromaville. That's my uh, uh, Lloyd Kaufman impression. Greetings from Tromaville. That's <laughs> not bad. It's pretty good. <laughs> I do love uh, uh, Larry, though. Um, I did want to try <laughs> to get him on Podcast in the Woods, but, like, what? You know, he seems he's, like he's pretty much down to earth. Oh, I know this is going to be random. If anybody gets a chance, uh, there's a book that uh, Troma Lloyd Kaufman put out called Make Your Own Damn Movie. And uh, the the opening, I think it's how, what the hell would you call that? The prologue? No, pre, yeah. Wow. I used to write too, like so many books. No, anyway, um, look, I used to write a lot back in the day. No, uh, yeah, the, um, the uh, prologue. The oh, actually, actually, this would be the introduction. The introduction was written by I want to say Trey Parker because Trey Parker and Matt Stone met him for Cannibal the Musical, mm. and they met at Del Taco, and um, he he like writes the whole story, so it's 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 really great. Um, so if you're at a bookstore, um, a brick and mortar bookstore, if you can find one, um, <laughs> that's and me. there's a DVD version too. <laughs> then uh, then uh then uh you know uh go in there of uh go in there pick up make your own damn movie just read that part it's like five pages and um yeah it's basically lloyd kaufman telling trey parker and matt stone uh i will take your movie i will put the trauma label on it i will distribute it and you will get nothing pretty hilarious that's a fucking businessman right there. That's why he's still like, doing it. They're like, well, so we're going to get nothing? They're like, yeah, right. And he's like, no, you are going to get something. Uh, Troma put out your movie, so everybody's going to see it. And they're and, and they're like, are you fucking with us? And he's like, and then on top of that, like, you know, you know, you guys need to buy me soft tacos. So they, they're eating soft tacos with this guy staring at him in disbelief as he's like happily eating and is excited about their movie. It's a great story. It's a great little story yeah, that you wrote about what happened. I that's re- why I he's still it. doing it. You know, that's why that dude is still doing it. You can't be a nice guy and be successful. You got to be a snake. You got to be a fucking scumbag. Big shout out to my man Killer of Snakes on Instagram. You know, you got to be a fucking, you got to be a shyster like that. You're gonna, you, you, you know, I do, you know, I'm, I'm in these nice neighborhoods sometimes and I'm wondering how the fuck do these people have these giant houses and, you know, they're fucking snakes, but that's how you do it. Gotta hustle, man. Hey, uh, one more time about podcast in the woods. Uh, I, I w- just watched Cheap Thrills last night. Oh, you had Ethan Embry on. 
Right on. We had Ethan Embry. I love Ethan Embry, man. I was really excited about that. I was, dude, I was scared shitless, and we were just talking on Skype. I was so you, nervous, um, dude. It was good. He was he he was good. I mean, you guys did a good job, and the movie was actually pretty good. I liked it, dude. I didn't I even love, recognize yeah. him. Oh yeah, dude. He was all he was like ripped and everything, dude. I was like, you I know don't what? know what's going on. <laughs> yeah, you could tell he was working out, even though he didn't take his shirt off. You know, you could just tell. Yeah, dude. Yeah, well, I mean, always, dude, it's always the traps. That's why That's why I tell dudes, because sometimes you do workout tips, always hit those traps. At least once a week, blow them out. Just for the look, bro. You got to get, because, I mean, and then also for for uh, for traps, a little goes a long way. So, you know, you can just do probably like uh, three sets of 10 uh, shrugs just once a week or, oh, I you hate know. shrugs. Okay, not shrugs. Um. Damn it. Damn it. I'm trying to think of the name of the thing I do. I should know the name of it, but I, I like, destroy straps. Jerk off. <laughs> I'm all double hand jerk. You guys ever heard of that one? They're like, uh, not, n- not everyone can do that. <laughs> well, yeah, man. I need two, bro. Two hands. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. You, like, take, you, like, you like take the bar, and then you, you like, pull it up. It's, it's like a chin up, but you're pulling the bar up to your chin. Yeah, yeah. those. Those. Yeah, I yeah. do those, man. And, you know, just do it, dude. If you do it once a week, um, yeah, it'll it'll blast your your traps. And and even if you only work out like twice, maybe three times a week, you have that look. And when you put on your T-shirt, bro, and you're like, wow, all I did was 30 and my fucking T-shirt looks all crazy. Yeah, it's worth it, guys. Like that's a that's like a little, you know, like a little feather in your cap from the manliest hour, which is like really oh, just shit. a simple way, dude, a simple way to man it up. Just just hit those traps, dude. That's it, man. That's I the tip fucking... though. I'm telling you, man, cuz uh, like I mean, I'm not sure if anybody will tell you. I've never researched it just from personal experience cuz um I did an experiment once and uh I went to the gym 5 uh 5 days a week. Uh, straight and um, even if I was tired and and all I did was um, uh, traps all I did was cardio and traps and I did it for five days and in that five days that lasted me probably like three or four months of like like I mean that's how it feels because that pump or maybe it's just my body and they're like yeah because of you because you're you're like you know part Persian and part uh, Mexican Okay, fine. Part towel head, part wet back, and part <laughs> cracker. Try to fucking candy coat that shit. <laughs> well, I'm not trying to be all like racy up in here. <laughs> ah, be racy. So what? I think I started working out too late in life, man. I got tendonitis in my right elbow, tore pectoral muscle. My fucking back is stiff. I'm a mess, dude. I just got back to it too. I had I had to take off like a month because I tore a fucking pectoral muscle. I just started up again. I felt like shit for the last month. Did really you tear sucks. it working out? Yeah. Ah, I hate hearing that. That always scares me because I'm fucking, damn it. See, dude, I feel bad now whenever somebody tells me that, like, they're like, you know, okay. Well, yeah, go ahead. Let me tell you why it happened. Because, like, when I was in my 20s, I used to work out, but I used to do just curls, push-ups, sit-ups, and I looked good, you know. But That's then, all you need. That's all I used to do. So, but now I'm doing everything: the shrugs, bench presses, curls. Uh, I'm doing the, these things. I don't even know what they're called. I just guys got guys showing me how to do shit. Um, so I went to um, 
there's all the, uh, this is at my job, there's like free weights in the back and a bench and all that shit. So this one guy was like, yo, you should do dips. I was like, all right, cool. He was like, do it like this. So I, st- I did 10 of them. I was like, holy shit, that fucking burns, man. I got it. This is really good. Yeah. I, I, I did 10 more and I felt something in my chest that felt funny. I was like, oh, man, that's weird. I don't know what that is. Then I did 10 more. And then on the 10th one, it happened. I felt a fucking sharp pain, and I lost breath, and I couldn't breathe for like a half an hour, hour. And the fucking asshole was telling me how to do it the wrong way, according to the other guy. Oh. What were you doing wrong? Do you know? Did you figure it out? Well, what the guy who was giving me tips since I started working out told me that I shouldn't have had my hands behind my back. Now, here's what has... I'll show you how I was doing it. I had two benches. Yeah. I was... My ass was on one. My legs straight forward on the other bench. Then I was lifting off with my hands behind me. You know what I'm saying? You, I'm sure you could picture that. Yeah. And then dipping and coming up. But the guy had me with my hands behind my butt instead of even with my oh, shoulders. Oh, what the fuck? So my hands should have been even with my shoulders as I yeah, went down. Yeah, dude. Always, always, everything that well, from, right. from what I've seen, I don't even know if it's true, but from what I, everything is always hands and and legs shoulder width apart, like for the yeah, most part. So yeah, that's how that happened. And then what happened was like a week later, it felt okay. So I I was on vacation, so I did it at the I I did I was starting to do the dips at the house, but I did it the right way. But then it I hurt myself again because I wasn't fully healed. So I was like, ah, oh, this sucks. So I had to fucking take like a month and a half off. Doctor told me it's gonna take three weeks to heal, but I'm not. I mean, three months, but I'm not taking off three months. Yeah, that's crazy, dude. That's See, crazy. This is, this, yo, this is why I like having you on my show, man. Because we didn't even do we didn't even do anything for the past hour, and I love it. <laughs> yeah, well, I don't know. I, you know, I feel like we touched on a lot of social issues that are important, minimum wage and such. <laughs> Yo, we talked about. Yo, I guess we could. You could break it down. We talked about immigration, broadcasting, and film. Yeah, and working out, health, health and fitness. Uh, you know what? Yo, we hit. You know, we hit a lot of marks today. We hit a lot I know, of fucking I like marks. That shit, dude. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Let me. I want to give a shout out to uh, my man BL and P New, the Abuse Brothers podcast. Check out the Abuse Brothers. If you think that my show is real, check out these guys, man, because this is they abuse everybody. Great show out of fucking New out. York. Yeah, the I'm subscribing brothers. right now. I want to say what's up to my man Johnny Nissan and um, my good friend Jeremy in North Carolina, used, uh, formerly of Queens. He just moved down there. I just reconnected with him after not talking to him for a year and a half for some shit that went down. But I'm a different guy now, so big shout out to my man Jeremy. Oh, I want right. to thank, well, uh, I wanna oh. thank you, too. Uh, thank you. Show. And uh, you guys can go to newvisionsradio.com and um, click on the shows over there and uh, check them all out. Uh, State of Grey is hosted by me. The Podcast in the Woods and The Manliest Hour are uh, hosted by me. So check those ones out and uh, keep uh, keep the support train going. And uh, get this guy a fucking laptop, man. Donate to his fun campaign, please. Hey, thanks for doing that, man. That's gofundme.com backslash gungo. Um I had a ton of shit I wanted to talk to you about. A ton of shit. Well, I'll be back um, whenever you know. Yeah, so we got we got to do this again soon. I should probably start writing shit down. Like when I have something to talk about, I should just write it down and bring it over. Always, 
Yeah, because I'm just like, hey, when he's on there, we'll just talk shit, bullshit, you know, classic Gungo style, just hanging out, whatever, whatever, whatever. And then um, now, that, now that I'm going to wrap it up, I'm like, fuck, I should have talked about something else. <laughs> but All yeah, right. good. Yeah, you're, 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 you're classic, dude. Thanks a lot. Thanks for the support. Ever since I started this shit, uh, I listened to your show. I reached out to you and you, you got back to me and, and you've been supporting ever since. And I really appreciate that, man, for real. All right. Well, I appreciate everything that you guys have done, and I appreciate you keeping it real for the rest of us who have to look at it as work and uh, keep it fake. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> hey, listen, you got to do what you got to do, man. And um, I understand. I understand. And that's going to be about it for the, for this week. And, um, yeah, go rate, fucking subscribe, you know, all that good shit. You know, follow me on uh on all my social media, you'll hear on the uh, outro right now. If you like the outro on the intro, by the way, check out my man Troy Henson at TroyHenson at gmail.com. All right, man, Shane, I'll, t- I'll talk to you later. All right, guys, take care. Thanks for checking out the Growing Up, Not Growing Old podcast. Find us on Twitter and Instagram at Gungo Podcast. That's G-U-N-G-O Podcast. And listen to past episodes at gungo.podbean.com Just like every other